as er af wat er nou dus maandag aan, wat een ongelooflike voorrecht om saam met jou te keir vanavond, net die op die klankgove van Radio Kansel en Kaapse Kansel. Speciale shout-out vir al ons mense van Gauteng tot in die Kaap. Natuurlijk, Radio Kansel en Kaapse Kansel ons lees is van Gauteng tot in die Kaap. Soos ons is so groot voorrecht. Ek sien die sociale media netwerke is lekker bezig hier voor my. Ek sien julle is lekker bezig op WhatsApp en op SPS en op Telegram. Asjeblief, gaan aan, keir lekker saam met ons en dan Ja, ek weet, die uwe meneer Brenton Jerome wat gewoonlik met my keir het nog een redelike lekker following, my keir vanavond weer saam met my stuur vir ons een whatsapp, 0826572729 um, en ek lees jou shoutout hier op die licht, ek sien Tanny Poppie dan net een boodskap geskryf, hallo Tanny Poppie is so lekker om Tanny sy gezicht vir jy so te sien en dan natuurlijk um, weet ek, die uwe meneer Koos Alipad Daan, Australia keir hem elke, elke maand gaan saam met ons, so brother Koos Het is so lekker dat jy weer saam met ons keier vanavond. Ek wil alle eer gaan, heren, vir die van julle wat nie geweet het nie, verlede week het ons so baie, 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 baie groot saak aangeraak hier op Radio Kansel. En in tussentijd is die program versprei en ons wil graag alle eer gee aan die heren vir die hoeveelheid verspreidingskanale wat verlede week so podcast mee uitgegaan het. Um, ek gaan hier die platform gebruik om vir julle nommers deur te gee nie, maar ons praat letterlijk van duisende platforms waarop hier uitgegaan het. As jy nie weet waar oor het gegaan het nie, um, laat ek het in Engels vir jou sê, last week myself en Reverend Paul Kupai had a very uh, uh, urgent plead for the Church of Christ. This Wednesday, past Wednesday, we had until the Wednesday to submit our individual submissions for the legalization of prostitution. Um, that is for the decriminalization of prostitution. So that means that prostitution will in our country then officially become an official job. And you can claim that um, and you can put it on a CV and no one's allowed to discriminate against it. So um, we said this last week on air and I don't mind, I'll say it out loud, I will not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Um, where there's prostitution, there's a lot of other stuff that goes along with that. You'll very seldom find prostitution without drugs. You'll very seldom find prostitution without gangsterism. Um, but prostitution goes along with broken households. Um, so we as the church, we are the ecclesia of Christ. That means that we need to be involved in politics. We need to be involved. And for some reason, we find ourselves in South Africa, around the world, where the church distances themselves from politics. That is so wrong. The church should be actively involved in politics. Um, and I believe if... If we welcome Jesus back into our parliament, we'll automatically say goodbye to stuff like um, corruption. That's just my opinion. Nevertheless, um, we now await to hear what the Supreme Court of South Africa says after the amount of public submissions that we um, submitted to uh, the Justice Department on the decriminalization of prostitution. And the moment we know about that, um, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, they caught the church off guard with the unisex toilets that was implemented in the policies of our country without a single church taking note of that. And the bill has been passed. Unisex toilets has already been policied into our educational sector. So we've got a lot of work to do as the Church of Christ. We can't just sit back. We cannot just sit back. And um, I understand what goes along with that because being the voice um, on my program does mean that I may offend some people. But um, I'd rather offend people than offend my God. So that is just who I am. But in elk geval, kom ons praat na eerst bykie, lichter goeikies. Onthou, jy kan saam praat vanavond, dan licht 26572729, en um, ja, meneer 
Brenton Jerome Keier, wie jy by my, um, hoe is het maas kinders? Hallo, 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 bro. Hoekom sê nie, wie heeft my nou vanmorgen vanavond hallo seksie nie? Hallo, hallo. Oh my. How are we? Good, wat sê jy, hoe gaan het? Uh, super blessed in yourself, brother. Always good, it's good to have you here again. It's so good to be back with you and our listeners. Such an honor. I love spending time with you guys. And then of course, when we were on air... Uh, a little bit less than a month ago We said that we're going to have a new show And we're going to mm. call it Table Talk Yeah And this evening you are seated on that side of the table Because on the other side of the table You brought a guest along Who's the guest? Well, the guest is It's a very special person in my life um, It's an inspiration Mentor Friend um, She's everything um, she's the woman who been praying for many, 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 many years for me. And I've seen now God answered her prayers. I am talking about my mother, my mother, Carol Jerome. Welcome. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Trek hy mic nader aan jou gezag. Trek hem nader. Hi, Carol. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yourself. Pull it closer, more closer, more closer. You want to hear that beautiful voice. Now, you know when that voice is at its best, ne? when mm. she prays. Amen. There ah, we go. It's anointed. Mm. It's anointed. Is that mic moving away from you? That means you move it, let it go, let it go. No, let it go. Now you move closer. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Are you stressed? A little bit. <laughs> you shouldn't be stressed. <laughs> well, I think I'm getting a bit more relaxed now. Can, can I just can I just quickly just take the load off here for you? You know that there's in ministry I've I've learned over the years that my mother and my father taught me this. They said, when you deal in ministry, you build up walls. Build them very high. Build them very high. Mm. Because it's not, what well, the scripture say, Afrikaans say, it's not all what say, yara, yara. <laughs> and a lot of people, they want to know everything about you, but they don't really want to see the sun come up over you. Come on. Yeah. And there's very few people in my personal life that I allow into my spiritual walls. But you are one of them. Thank you, Pastor Dwayne. I've confined in you a couple of times with certain stuff before I go to a pulpit or before I... Um, and it, I think it must say something about your your character. Thank you. Obviously a woman of strong prayer, Abrinza. She, she never gave up on you. I, I, I can say she never gave up on the Holy Spirit because um, I've witnessed with my own eyes... She never had anybody to mentor her or anybody. I've never seen anybody talk to her. And then she told me only after when I was born again, then she told me, Brenton, my mentor was the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, no ways. And then what she was telling me was the same experience that I also had. And so, yeah, she never, ever gave up. Never. And that is something I honor because, um, yeah, I gave my mother hell eh? I really go well. Well, you're done now. Yeah. He a club for you. I club for you. You marking my now. I come soak for you and I give you a box law. What is it? If I may ask, but um, what is it? Does it stir up in your spirit if you hear your son talk to you, talk about you that way? What is it? What's the emotions that goes through your heart if you, if you hear your son talk like that about you? It makes me very proud, and I'm so thankful because if it wasn't for the Lord, I don't know what I would have done to what I was doing. 
I'm really inspired what the Holy Spirit has done in Brenton's life. It's, it's really, really prayer that has pulled us all through as a family. It wasn't easy. And your prayer isn't done, right? No, not at all. It will never be. Never will my prayers be done. But what is, what, is, what is the thing that has made you so strong spiritually? Because, uh, look, there must be a supernatural, godly, divine manifestation of the Holy Spirit in your life. If, if you never had that mentor, if you never had that guidance, um, the only way to be so convicted is to be convicted by a supernatural Holy Spirit. Is... is is that the case? Is it, is, it, is it so tangibly close to you that, that you can't live without it? What is the inspiration? Oh, absolutely. It's faith. It's faith that stirs me up all the time. Um, you've got to believe the power of the Holy Spirit, which is stronger in you than the power of this world, can move mountains. I cannot go without the Holy Spirit. Mm. I say it actually every day to the Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you. Not only in my uh, um, home life, but in every area of my life. I can't, cannot even do my work without the Holy Spirit. That is my guidance. I need to be guided by the Spirit of Christ all the time in every area. Yeah, and then of course also vitally important to be part of a family, a, a spiritual family, a church, a congregation where where the teachings, the methodology, the praise and worship, the, the, the preaching, where that complements that, that type of lifestyle. Absolutely. A church plays a bigger role than we think. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I don't know, since, since I've been back from, from holiday, mm. I've, I felt the closeness of the Holy Spirit in our praise and worship on Sundays like I've never felt it before. It's, it's, it's deeper than it used to oh, be. Oh, yes. Amen. That, that's why I, I spoke to you a lot. Again, I was led in the Spirit to, to, to remind not only the congregation, but myself also, about what um, Paul and Silas in prison. Mm. Some of us, we don't even know we are in a prison, but we are worshiping. But sometimes we're worshipping for what can our emotions gain or connect to. And, and to me speaking from my side, um, I had a conversation with someone not too long ago and I said, you know, Brendan, I was praising and worshipping and I felt nothing and all of this stuff. And I just, it just came out of me and I said, how dare you? And the person was like, what do you mean? I said, aren't you and I supposed to worship to give God all the glory? And why we want to worship to get something in return for what that that was just my opinion and that's why the the prison just the holy spirit just spoke to me and it's like brenton you gotta worship in your prison you can't just worship outside when everything is all good and stuff like that what about you praising and worshiping in prison because i want to shake that wall i want to break the gates i want to do all of those things but you gotta praise and worship in spirit and in truth can i um um can I tell you something that's been that's been very in my face, please? Um, how much people go to church to have that topic ticked off on their tick list? Mm. 
How much people attend church just so that they don't feel bad about themselves during the week? I went to church. But, oh. but how little amount of people truly understand the spiritual dynamics mm. when it comes to, for example, tithing, when it comes to, for example, praise, when it comes to worship, when it comes to the word. Yeah. And, and what I found is people who do not understand what it's about, they come to church, but they struggle to connect. Mm. They, they, they leave the congregation on a Sunday morning feeling nothing different than the, what they did before they entered there, except they've got that tick on their list. And their, their, their self-conscious is, yeah, well, oh, luckily I was there. Mm. Just, just maybe if God comes tonight, luckily I wasn't church, then you'll choose me. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I've, I've, I've noticed that, and unfortunately I'm a, I'm a worship leader. So, so you sense who's with you in the spirit. Mm. You know that. You know who's struggling to connect. You see that. You sometimes see even the irritations on people. You see that. And, and I think that's sometimes what makes the job of a pastor so much harder mm. because you've got to stand on the pulpit and you've got to talk despite the fact that you see this person literally looking Come at on. you and do not want to listen to you. And that's where you've you got to be bigger mm. than the situation. But how much people truly know what praise is? How much people truly know what worship is? I, well, would you, you, you have something to share on that. We spoke about that last week. Remind your mom. We speak about so many things, Brenton. <laughs> you inspire me daily. Oh, wow, that's nice. You too. Uh, um, we, we need to understand the foundation of praise and worship. Not just the word praise and worship. We need to understand about it because um, if, if I have a nice example, every time when, when, when we all in worship on a Sunday, hmm. uh, like, like Pastor Dwayne, you, you remind me of, of, of David um, on the balcony just praising and worshiping. The way you just stand there and you dance like you just don't care, right? That's the attitude. And, 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 and my mom, she, she's praising and worshiping like who is this young woman dancing? That 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 is what is that is what God is looking at, and 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 like my mentor said, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of angels who comes to the congregation, and they're actually learning, and they're watching. When I heard that, I was like, man, oh man, oh man. We have a greater responsibility than just following it, some it, words it, on the board, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly the point. I mean, we, we, we read, but do we ask ourselves, is this according to the scripture or is this just according to the light and music and everything? What, what? That, that's what I'm saying. There's a connection in worshipping where you maybe could feel down. We don't know how you're feeling when you're praising and worshipping, but in the spiritual realm, we can lift each other up without saying, hey, Pastor Dwayne, I love that you're up there. Mm. Nothing of that. Mm. We at the end of the praise and worship is like, thank you, Father, for just being here. Thank you that we can worship you. Thank you that you've sent your angels just to come fellowship with us. For me, that's mind blowing. Yeah, one of our one of our collective mentors, um, Pastor Chris. Yes. He one day explained. I remember the sermon so well. He one day explained all of these different levels of angels and. 
what rights they have to what levels they have access and what they may and what they may not do and where they may enter and where they may not enter. And mm. he explained all these legions of angels, thousands and thousands of angels surrounding the throne, but they're limited to, to the footstool of the throne. They, they can't go past that. Mm. They, they, but, but yet, yeah, we are. We, we have no restrictions we have full access Come everywhere on. and we've got the right to walk past legions of angels mm. and we can literally go sit on his lap mm. <laughs> we can go sit in his lap and we've got we've got these millions and millions of angels looking at us envying us for mm. what abilities we have and what access we have yet as the church of christ do we do we do we use that access <laughs> that's sad i actually don't think we do no, we don't. Um, I think our attitude coming up to the house of the Lord should be an attitude of we coming to celebrate Jesus. Mm. Um, and I think it's when people understand their position in Christ, they will come with a different attitude up to the house of the Lord. So for me, um, my lifestyle is praise and worship. Praise and worship has actually set me free. And so when I'm down, all I do is I just praise. I worship. I just mm. praise God naturally. It just, it's something that comes automatically. But Pastor Duane, it, it, this is not something that happened overnight. It took me years to get to a place of automatically being able to praise and worship God. It takes practice. Yes. <laughs> Thinking of the message of Sunday. Yeah. It took... Yes, yes, to mm. get to this place. And it's easy because now, once you know how to do it, it's so easy to access it Absolutely. on demand. It's become a natural behavior. It just, yeah. It's a natural behavior. Yeah, but it, it's ironic because Scripture also talks about habitation. Yes. And it says about where, 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 where the Spirit operates. It inhabits our praises. And the word habitation is very profound because in the dictionary, habitation is a place where we live. Yeah. Habitation is not a place where we go out and come back into it. It's a place That's where we love. If yes. I may. Yeah, yeah, please if do. I may. Please do. And there's something I forgot to mention on Sunday, but this is a great place to mention it. Worship is not Worship is not where you're going, it's worship is where you're at. You gotta worship where you're at. And, and, and that is something that you inspired me about. Really inspired me about because um, Pastor Dwayne, there's. Um, I think I said it on the last time on the show. There were so many things happening to me and, and around me and all of that. And you just sat there and you looked at me and you said to me, Yeah, but what is the Lord telling you? And I'm like, I dropped the mic there. I'm supposed to know these. I, I, but, but that's one thing that I, I can tell all of us here, especially the listeners there. Always have someone that reminds you, but also keep you accountable. Because sometimes pride can just get to us. Mm. Quickly. Very just quickly. like that. Very quickly. Uh, and, and like what, when you said that to me, yeah, but what is the Lord telling you? And I was like, I had to swallow the end. I'm like, wow. I didn't even have to ask you to sharpen me, but you sharpened me. Thank you for doing that, by the way. And, and then I walked away and then... Without complaining, I just said, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much that I can now surrender to you and acknowledge what is going on in the situation. Instead of acknowledging why, what, when, but acknowledging now who you are in my life. 
And right there, things just started changing. Do you want to say something? Yes, I just wanted to also say, um, I think once we understand the word that says we are made in His image, mm. we are made to praise and worship God. It should actually be something that just comes so natural. Mm. But now you're making me a bit excited because <laughs> um, I don't know if you're going to be happy or sad to you. This other people's happy, others are sad, but I'm preaching again on Sunday. Amen. Awesome. And, God. and on Sunday... Um, one of the stuff that I'm mentioning in my message mm. is we were made in His image. Ah, God's oh, wow. masterpiece. There's there's something very profound that um, that was shared with me a while ago, and it never clicked. Mm. Um, but it clicked leading up to this coming Sunday, mm. and we were made in His image. Mm. Amen. And you'll see that. All right. Anyway, so Brenton, yes, um, there's someone that says, thank you very much for the program. I just love Brenton so much. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. There's another one that says, uh, praise and worship. Keep us going every day. Carol, you are an inspiration to so much people in your church. Amen. Sure. Yeah. Right there in front, you can read it, it's there in front of you as well Thank you, Jesus Alright, so now, Brenton, I want to share something with you It's a bit personal, but it's fine Can you remember, I always say That I used to think And you just quoted that, okay But you said, um, you remember what I said I said I always thought worship is a place we go to mm. Worship is a, is a Sunday Worship is at church mm. Worship is a place we attend Um but then I said, no, I got it wrong because mm. worship is a place I love. Yeah. Now, that revelation was brought to me mm. during lockdown by two of my very good friends. Their name is Anya and Enrico. And they them. are amazing, amazing artists. And I just got inspired through this. And there's a specific song that I actually want to play to you and to your mom. Oh. Um, because I want you to hear um, who the people is that taught me about what true worship is because I believe that if you listen to these voices and if you listen to the words in the song you'll understand why they are so spiritually convicted you'll understand it mm -hmm. so we're going to take a short break well it's not a break you're supposed to listen okay this is two of my very very dear friends which I absolutely just love to bits um, and their name is Anya and Enrico and this was a song they released during um, lockdown, and I'm very blessed because I released a song on my show on Radio Pulpit. Mm. But you guys must listen to this. This is maybe perhaps a, a prophetic word to whoever's listening right now. Okay, this is Anya and Enrico, and the song is titled First Love. Now, this takes me away. If I go lie flat on my back and I just close my eyes and I say, Lord, you go. So listen to this. Wherever you are right now, join me, close your eyes, and let the Holy Spirit take over. Listen to these words. That, of course, being Anya and Enrico with a song titled First Love. Um, does, sorry, but does the revelation that I got from them, does it make sense listening to the two of them singing here? Huh? Powerful. It's, it's while listening to the song, and you said listen and allow the Holy Spirit just to... To minister, and it's of 1 John 4, verse 19. We love because He loved us first. Powerful. Powerful. Listen to this WhatsApp. This is so powerful. Carol, you actually read it, and then I saw you 
you, you, you laugh because I, I think you see the name of the person who's sending the WhatsApp. But how profound is this? You confuse the enemy when you start to worship. Um, <laughs> amen. Huh? If, if I may. Yeah. If I may. I know I'm going to put you on a spot, Mom. It's fine. Do it. She can't refuse you on national radio. Yeah, Go for you. it. Go for it. Um, in, in the beginning, I remember my mom used to worship a lot. And it was annoying. It was really annoying. I even asked my mom. Nah, it's, to, you're irritated in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, way, way before yeah, I was born yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. And I said, Mom, why, why are you doing this? Stop it and all of this. But I understand now. But there are times where um, I'm like really sleeping. But when I am woken up, and um, for those who are listening, I'm, I'm hard of hearing. And when I sleep, I don't sleep with my hearing aids on. But there are times when I am woken up because I can hear clearly. I can hear clearly someone's praying. And when I get up and I'm about to leave the room, then the Holy Ghost tells me right there. She's busy interceding. Go lay down. And then there was an incident that happened. Um, I think it was an accident or something. Something happened. I can't remember what it was. And I called my mom and I said, Mom, this what happened and so on. And then my mom, you won't believe it. I was just busy interceding for you right now. So, so, uh, mom, on oh, that was the Monday, um, one of, last week or the week before. Yeah. You were on your way to school. Yes. And then I mentioned to you, Brenton, I don't know what it is, but I had to. Yes, that episode. Intercede for you and, um. Cover you with the blood of Jesus, mm. yes. And then that's the day when you said nobody got hurt, and yeah, you managed to sort of swerve so that the other car doesn't get uh, um, injured so badly. And 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 like I want to say, like in your face, never underestimate the appointment God has placed on you as an interceder, because the, the what you do and how you intercede, Mom. Uh, if, if I can explain it as a figure of speech, I believe personally when you open up your mouth, God literally tells the angels and everyone, shh, my daughter's busy interceding. And when that happens, like the person said, hell and everything shakes. So never stop interceding and never be, like you, you don't doubt. You don't doubt. I mean, you've seen it over and over, God literally answers your prayers. I mean, I wish you could share some of those testimonies of how God literally, literally answered your prayers. Uh, so, uh, thank you for inspiring me on that one. And you know what's ironic, eh? yeah. this is very ironic because as you grow up and as you go through your teenage phases and stuff, yeah. your mom and her spirituality freaks you out. Yeah. It irritates you. How neat opmachtig. Yeah. Now I find myself on the way to a very important meeting or something. <laughs> I phone and say, Ma, you want to bet? Yeah. You want to bet, Ma? I'm supposed to a meeting too. And all she replies is she says, like, but. Amen. But like I said, if you know your position in Christ, um, you have to act to see the fact, if I can put it that way. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, sorry. 
Yes, today's message. <laughs> but, it, but it's exactly that thing of people that wanting to sit in their comfort zones, yet they expect God to slaughter the giant. Mm. But, but with all due respect, don't take this the wrong way. Let me finish my sentence, okay? Mm. God didn't slaughter the giant. David did, and God worked through David. Okay, so God did slaughter the giant, but he still need human intervention and actions because faith without actions is merely words. Amen. It's empty. You, you it's are, empty. You're speaking James, James one twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be more of a demonstrator than just a talk of the word of God, or otherwise you are just fooling yourself. Yeah. And even this year, and just before the holidays. God reminded me about Noah and the ark. It sounds like you said yesterday. It sounds so childish and all of the stuff, but to me it wasn't. Like you said about the giant, God never built the ark. Noah had to build. Under the instruction of Donkey. God. That's the host. And his actions in obedience led to the miracle in which God was glorified. Yo. You, you know, Yo. I, I actually want to share scripture because this is something I shared at school. And it's a a It's a as Proverbs one verse seven. I want to read what the scripture says. Just now you all thinking I'm saying it out of my own head and so on. The value of the scripture should work for you now. Read this awesome thing. Don't go to a homeless guy sitting on the street and tell him Jesus is the bread of life. He's hungry. First give him bread and then he yes. can relate to Jesus being Amen. the bread of life. Right? Amen. There, there's, wow. there's a saying that I, I share with evangelism. When you give the soup, make sure you have the pamphlet. And when you get the pamphlet, you make sure you have the soup, which is the word of God and food. Yeah, yeah, the scripture, um, Proverbs 1 verse 7. Fear of the Lord is a foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. But we want God to do things for us. Proverbs. Proverbs 1 verse 7. We, we want, Lord, um, I, I trust you to do this. I believe you will do this. But I'm not willing to do anything Thank on the you. way there. Yeah. God is not going to help you. It's unfair. It's, it's no. It's yeah. Well, anyway, Carol, let's get back to you because I, I need to. I, I need the world to also fall in love with the spiritual warrior Amen. that has my back on a, on a Sunday. Um, getting to, um, getting to a place of spiritual maturity. Um. It doesn't automatically fall in your lap. And unfortunately, there's a, a compilation of stuff that needs to happen in order for you to get to that place. One of the stuff that needs to happen is you as an individual need to go through trials and tribulations where you tested God and when God came through for you. Those are, those are things that that makes you strong and that makes you more mature in prayer, if I can put it that way? Yes. Is it the, the tough circumstances and situations in your life that you believe contributed to you being so strong spiritually today? Oh, yes, Pastor Duane. Um, and, of course, the Word of God. The Word also says... 
um, trials and tribulations you will have, but be mm. of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And once you apply the word, believe that word, mm. and stand on the authority of the word, mm. and, and, and understand that Christ is sovereign, mm. is God and God alone. Amen. Um, so I don't know why do we want to doubt the word. Um, but I, 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 I think it's, it, it's obviously because of all the trials and tribulation one has to endure, there is just no other way out but to stand on the word. The word does also say that the Lord is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to seek the Lord. If you don't seek the Lord, who else are you going to see? And I think like Brenda said in the beginning, um, because I was so such a prideful person, I didn't want people to know what I'm going through. So then you just cons- you don't want to say anything to anybody because you don't know if they're going to gossip. So I had to learn over the years to go to the throne instead of the phone. Because we are so quick, you, you know. That is, that is something I had to learn. Because we so often want to uh, pick up the phone and discuss uh, our husbands or our children. Mm. And um, um, I said to Brenton yesterday, when someone is already down, why do you still want to go and tell someone else about that person when that person is already down? Mm. Mm. And, and mm. Go to the throne, not to the it's phone. Leave hours. Come on. Oh. And it's, um, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11, it says there also, edify one another you are doing. Never speak down unless you're looking at someone's shoes. Wow. Yeah, we, we just spoke about bread and the bread of life. And listen to this WhatsApp that comes in. To pray for someone who needs petrol for their car, mm. question mark. Prayer changes circumstances, but God wants to use us as an instrument in His hands to help with petrol. It's, it's ironic how sometimes in these situations we think that it's only about the person in need of petrol. Mm. But we neglect the test. Uh-huh. That God creates putting someone in need of petrol to mm. test our willingness to support. Yeah. Huh? There, there's a Bible scripture where um, it talks about you have given me food when I was hungry. You have given me clothes and all of that. And then they said, when did we do that, Lord? And then, and then Jesus says, when you have done to someone, that means you have done to me also. Yeah. And talk about bread. Uh, me and a friend, we spoke once about it And then we had a dream And we were uh, uh, in that dream And that vision was about breadcrumbs Follow the breadcrumbs For you will receive the bread of life Who is Jesus M- Then, then our, uh, my question was to him Do we give the bread to that person? Or do we also Let that person also follow the breadcrumbs That you and I are supposed to follow? Because if you follow the breadcrumbs, it leads you to the word of God. Mm. Because man shall not love on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of God's mouth. Amen. Sometimes we just want to give that bread to that person. It's like, they eat it. And that mm. person don't even know how to eat that bread. But if you get the breadcrumb and they taste it, it's like, this tastes different. What is this? This is the word of God. 
let me join you with this program because I'm also busy following it. Yeah, but something else that's actually quite profound is mm. we, we, we concentrate so much on the miracles of Jesus and the stuff he did. Mm. But, but, but if you for a moment just go quickly recall all the miracles of Jesus and all the stuff that took place, mm. all of them had something to do with human actions. Come on. Just, just think about that for a moment. Just think about it for a moment. The Israelites were standing in front of the Red Sea. The Red Sea didn't open up by itself. A human had yes. to do something. Yeah, Jesus healing a paralyzed person that was lowered through the roof. Lowered through the roof by roof by whom? By that. Understand? Yeah. By, by and physical they, they, actions. They, yes. If you think Jesus um, healing the lepers and, and the blind people, he never said, good, you healed, goodbye. He said, you healed, <laughs> yeah. but now pick up your thing and, and go, go tell the yes, priests. Come on. So there was always a human Interaction that mm. form part of the miracle of Jesus. Mm. Yet we want the miracles of Jesus to take place without us having to sacrifice or do anything in our human uh, ability. Uh, yeah. That doesn't work. This is actually very profound because very. because as you were talking, I ran through a couple of the miracles in the Bible and in the scriptures, and I tried to think to myself, where did God Himself just do something without human interaction? <laughs> because surely Jesus could have, Jesus could have raised Lazarus being in a town away. He, he yeah. didn't need a cell phone. He could do it. Lazarus, wherever you are, 300 kilometers far from out, they were raised from the dead. He could have done that. Yeah. But there was actions that went along. You understand? Yeah. Jesus could have said, you are saved. No, he didn't. He had to carry the cross. Come on, so yeah. there was human actions that went along with the miracles of Jesus. Yet we expect these miracles, but we're willing to do nothing for it. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah. Something else, Pastor Wayne, what I, I was just thinking as we were talking um, I remembered um, um, years back when I used to pray, I used to say to the Lord, Father, I want to see my children saved in my lifetime. And every day I see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit working in Brenton's life. Is that not a beautiful, precious Father that we have? It is, and it's and it's so weird that you're mentioning that. Listen to, listen to this that just came in. I can testify how God answers prayers, without using the phone, not even telling my children. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so so um um so you're not going to stop praying though. Because God's done miracle number one in Brendan's life, but now there's a big miracle that needs to take place, and that's called a daughter-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's quiet about that one. I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> you can ask. I'm not going to comment to anything. Well, gonna, you're going to pray for it. You're going to continue to pray for it, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> She's always telling me. When, when, when is my friend, got, uh, a very close friend of mine, um, he got married on Saturday past... And I was telling my mom, hey, uh, my friend got married, Justin and so on. And she's like, well, Brenton, there's still hope for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Mm. But there's something that my mom said. Um, good, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I did question. Remember, I still questioned. I said, I wonder, will I? Should I? Why? And um, there was questions. Why, why couldn't I get involved with someone? Why this and that and that? And then my mom said something to me which um, changed my mind. And then she said, you know, Brenton, these ladies or whoever they are, your spirit was here taking their spirit. 
they couldn't connect to your spirit. And I had to be reminded of that because I, as a man, I could have just gotten involved with some woman and say, yeah, okay, this and that and that. But she always reminded me about that. And I, I, I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm already married to the word of God. It's fine. But when she spoke to me and she said, you know, you will make a, a great husband. And like I said, sometimes you need to be reminded. Yeah, let me just put it to you this way. And then yeah. I'm going to have your mom's back and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with your mom. You much rather by stay single mm. eh, than be in a relationship with someone that's going to pull you down or away from God. There you go. You don't want to be in that. Mm-mm. That I don't What's want that. What's it, Dwayne? I said to Brenton, you must. <laughs> <laughs> if he meets a woman, she needs to first love the Lord so much and she will love him. Yeah, that's mm. a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. A- ab- absolutely. And you must be priority number two. Amen. That is my. I always say that. The moment, I, I, the moment my wife ne, chooses me above God, ooh, eh, eh, I don't know if our relationship will last. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if our marriage will, will. I really don't. He's got to be everything. I I I, I remember not. This was some time back before I met you. Um, I had like a, a coffee and so on. We were just talking in general and. You know, talking goals and all of that. So I said, listen here, before we go further on, I just want to let you know, my best friend comes first, the Holy Spirit. If me and you is having a coffee and so on, and he says, I got to go and pray, it's must call for us now, I'll see you later. From then, she's like, really? Are you? I'm like, yes. Never heard from her again. Can I tell you something? You, mm. know, when, you know when you have the right woman in your life? No. I'm giving you a tip now, okay? Please. When you sit and you're busy drinking that coffee, mm. And you become quiet, and she's the one that says, it's your time to go. I feel it in the spirit. Wow. When she's the one that says, I know you got to go somewhere. If I can't go with, blessings and go. I'm not going to get engaged, so I'm going to marry her. Right there. Thousand. Come and get the license, Bobby. Hey, brother. But, but I, I, I've got one like that. Amen. I've got a woman like that. I'll sit next to my wife and I'll hold her into her hand. And in the middle of a conversation, mm. the Holy Spirit will take over. And when the Holy Spirit takes over, mm. I don't even hear who's talking to me. Ne? Mm. And people will think I'm rude. <laughs> but my wife that knows me, that sits next to me, yeah. she instantly, I can, I can feel her eyes on me. She mm. instantly goes, she sees me, and then she takes my hand, and then she tells the person, <laughs> She says it's almost so casual. <laughs> That's the woman you want, Poppy. Amen. That's who, and you know what? Nate? don't lower your standards. Mm. Don't lower your standards. If she, does, if she doesn't tick all your boxes, she'll only use you to move boxes. Woody, Carol, I want to go. I guess dank part is my new ISIS gebrek van ons. Want die is nie die laaste keer wat dit om ons keer nie. Thank you, Pastor Dwayne. Volgende keer kan jy net bykie minder op jou sende wees wees. <laughs> ja. ja, ek denk nog steeds dit baan meer om te sê. Ek denk, dit, ek denk nog steeds as het kom by, as het kom by spiritual warfare, as het kom by gebed lewe, as het kom by hoe jy jou, jou gemeenskap, jou mense, jou kinders, jou familie op die armskap, op jou hande kan dra van gebed, dan denk ek jy het baie vrouwense ding of twee om te leer. So, hierdie is net die ontgroening she, mm. she needs to be back. Yes. She need, uh, you know who else? Nee? I'd like to see her in mm. the same room with Daphne. Ooh, 
Oh, hey, wow, hey. that's, that huh? would be awesome. That's the anti-song. Poppy, they'll go in millies. Like nobody's business. So acting rechtig, nee, we must do that. Nee, next time around with Table Talk, we invite her again, we invite Daphne, and we invite a few other ladies that spiritual warfare. We sit there, we mm. put a few chairs here, I bring one of my cordless mics, they rotate the mics, and, and we literally have Table Talk. Pop your uncle, there we go. Every first Monday of every month, okay. it's Table, table talk. talk. I like that. Me too. This program will be podcasted, and you guys are welcome to listen to the rebroadcasts if you go to www.radiopulpa.co.za. I think it gets rebroadcasts on Wednesday morning, early, in the early hours of the morning, uh, Saturday morning from 7 to 8 on the morning drive from 7 to 8. You can listen to this again, but uh, on a Tuesday at 12 noon, everything is podcast. You guys can go grab the podcast right there. And, um, yeah, please feel free to send us a, a mail if you would like us to chat about specific stuff on Table Talk. That will actually be awesome if the listeners can contribute to that. It huh? be awesome to get in people involved. Well, I like, I like the WhatsApp channel and I like all of this um, yeah. being fed by us. Um, no daar by jylle, ek het vanavond sy gesprek baie geniet. Hallo, Koos! Koos Skulls! Oh, Koos is working night shift all the way in Australia. Hello, Chris. How are you? Chris listens to us. Chris actually has quite an amazing testimony. Chris, wow. is, Chris is usually someone who he doesn't, he doesn't miss one of my shows. Wow. And then last year, Chris just went missing. And mm. he, he actually had me quite worried because I don't know where Chris is. I continued to give Chris shout-outs on air and Chris is just nowhere. You went Mia. And, and early in Jan, mm. he sent me a message and he, he, he phoned me and we spoke to each other. And he actually said, listen, um, I had cancer. Oh my word! I, I, I was medically boarded. I was laid off at my job. Mm. Um, I couldn't listen to you. I had cancer. Sure, but I'm back. Glory <laughs> to God! Come on. But I'm back, and and this is so awesome because it's early hours of the morning in Australia mm. now. Question come from my cellular. It is I scared at board so ten four four. Ten voor vier die ochtend daar by julle te wees. And when he works night shifts, he yeah. tunes in. Naand daar julle, ek het vanavond sy gesprek baie geniet. Oh, listen to this, Pastor Dwayne. You have an angel, have a wife. Amen. I know. <laughs> She's mine. Uh, I also pray for my children. God must save their souls while I'm still alive. I agree. Huh? Mm. Yeah, because she's in the exact same situation. That's one of the biggest heart's desires for that. Quiz, correct. Thank you, Quiz. Yes, I can you know all. I can you know. Brenton, we are done, dude. So, yeah. Carol, thanks for the visit. Thank you for having me. We'll do that again, eh? You'll have to, whether you like it or not. We like You've got you. a lot to say. Okay, uh, we're going to say goodbye, and Brenton's actually going um, to pray for us. Um, but you, listen. You only have 30 seconds to pray for us. Okay. And then um, I'm going to greet you guys in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then I'll be playing out with a song called Akit Opgestaan Diranel Day. Brendan, pray for us. Father God, we thank you so much for the session that we could have, Father God. Father God, I pray that every listener receive your transparent anointing as it was this evening here. Lord, we worship you, we honor you, and we thank you for your grace and love. In Jesus' name I pray.